Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? What's up? Congratulations on being five minutes early. You're a real podcaster. It's great. (laughs) You know, when people say we record at seven, in my head, well, in my time, it's seven o'clock or getting ready to be. In my head, it's 6 50. Yeah. Yeah. Log in 10 minutes early. Make sure you don't do all the updates. Yeah. 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 I get it. You know, some Candace, pe- some people you must, be, you must be a professional <laughs> some people i'm not going to say any names send the link at that time hey guys my uh is burning did you say something about uh <laughs> recording not, seven? not uh, him <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> he is the easy target though i gotta get my notes pulled up i was responding to messages yeah, it was just on his bed here, so. So I just um, got things a little uh, squared away for the dog and whatnot. I was just talking about sushi because my dogs were all getting up in my face. Oh. And I was like, oh, we're going to be talking to sushi, too. <laughs> he, he's He's been a good boy. Yeah, he's been pretty good. That, that first month or two when he was uh, basically the third co-host, but uh, <laughs> just just making noise in the background. He, he's been better. That's part of the jitters, isn't it? And they like uh you get a dog, it takes them so many months to actually acclimate. Yeah, Still active. Yes, I am still an equal opportunity. 
with the devil. You'll need a long spoon. Incoming. You've been a naughty girl. Cyborg 2. It's in my program. Yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. That's tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing Sventember. <laughs> That's right. This celebration of Sven Olthorson, everybody's favorite actor in all the world. Uh, we'll find out. Uh, with 1993's Cyborg 2 Glass Shadow. Oh, I kind of forgot everything about this movie. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, hey, we're not alone for this one. What? You see, we had a very special guest the last time we talked about a cyborg movie back in John Claude Van January. And so we had to bring back the one, the only Candace from the Bloody Bits Horror Show. Oh, Candace! Thank you. Thank you. That's too kind. Welcome. <laughs> and uh, Candace, was this your first time watching Cyborg 2 colon Flash Shadow? Unfortunately, no. Because oh. we, when I watched Cyborg for our episode in January, I actually watched Cyborg 2 right afterwards because I was like, I didn't know there was sequels. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. I watched it and it's pretty forgettable. Yeah. The, the only <laughs> thing I really remember from it is Lots of tits. Yeah, I, Bill, I remember two Billy things Drago. about this movie. <laughs> Billy Drago and titties. Yep. Uh, yes, yeah, this movie is, <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic, guys. Um, babe, how about you? Was this your first time, or did you watch it with me before? Oh, no, we watched it together. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah it was a yeah. while ago. Though. We watched, yeah. I believe, well, we watched all the cyborgs we get our hands on. So you remember there was, like, one in the middle somewhere or something that we just couldn't find. Yeah, but... Cyborg 3, the recycler was, I, I think, the one we like couldn't find back okay. when we were doing it. Yeah. You have to check. There, might during, be on Prime or something now. Because during lockdown, we watched a lot of, well, we've already watched this, so let's watch all of them. Let's watch, <laughs> let's watch all the sequels. Yep. Everybody <laughs> all does the scanners, that. you say. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen all the scanners. Have you seen Scanner Cop? No, we haven't. It is yet. part of the universe. It is. See, I thought it was just like the knockoff of it or something, you know, nope. like, like Maniac, Maniac Cop kind of a thing. But yeah, we covered it on the Bloody Bits Horror Show. And I was like, it's I'm glad you asked, Steve. This is our <laughs> podcast with me, Eddie the Axe and Tim Yobo. Nice. And where, and Steve, let me ask you a question. Yes. Uh, where did you watch Cyborg 2 Ghost? What is it? Uh, Glass Castle or whatever it's called. <laughs> Glass Shadow. Glass uh, Shadow, yes. Well, it is on Tubi, but is it also on the Blood Bank somewhere? It sure is on the Blood Bank. Let me explain What's to you the what blood the Blood Bank, bank though. Okay, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> the Blood cool. Bank, if you sign up for patreon.com forward slash bloody bits and sign up at the $10 level, you'll have access to the Blood Bank, which is our Plex server that has 6,357 movies in it. So if you're looking for a movie, you can you can find it in the blood bank. If you can't find it, you can ask Eddie to put it in the blood bank. It'll be there in within a day or two. That's how we got Nuki on there. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's actually where we watched all three scanners too, if I remember right. I believe so. 
I know Scanner Cop's on there because every episode that we do, that movie is in the blood bank and Scanner yeah. Cop was one of those episodes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, babe, I don't know about you. I'm a little thirsty. Ooh, I'm a little sober. Let's see. We have from Revision Brewing Company, Reno as fuck. Oh. A hazy double IPA. Nice. I'm guessing they're out of Reno, Nevada? Oh. Uh... <laughs> Sparks, Reno, Nebraska. Nevada. Oh, Sparks. The, uh... <laughs> Embrace this no-holds-bar, pure, dirty, clean, crass culture of the greatest place on earth. This beer is a reflection of the city it was born in. Oh, God, it's meth. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's real down-to-earth and unfiltered. Don't buy this beer. You you don't buy this beer. You earn this beer. This beer is Reno as fuck. 8.4% alcohol by volume. This beer is meth, Steve. This beer is meth and it's to be stolen, apparently. <laughs> I've been to Reno. <laughs> this beer is to be told and not sold. Wait. 8% alcohol by volume. The rest is meth. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, we're going to die. It's so crunchy. I'm ready to pop this top. Oh, my top. Nice. And the pour. It is. It is a hazy IPA. It is straw colored. Has a white foamy head. Lots of bubbles. They seem to be lingering. Lots of bubbles and they're also meth. <laughs> mm. Yeah, Sparks Nevada guys. Uh, they have a water park. Um, <laughs> the freeway runs through it. Yeah. They have a. They've Maverick. Like, wait, the freeway runs through the water park. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean kind of. you definitely have a view of the freeway from the water park and vice versa. <laughs> Sounds delightful. Yeah. All right. Have you ever been to Reno? I've never been west of Missouri. Oh, oh. oh okay. Um, have you been to Br- Branson? No, it just doesn't seem okay. like something I'd, it's, it's a tourist trap and it's a lot of gambling and I don't like either of those things. All right. Have you been to any touristy trap gambling places? No, okay, <laughs> I don't, well, I don't like gambling. No what, what Reno's like, have you seen Reno? a movie where gambling is involved, like yes. a James Bond or a? All right. I have okay. seen Casino Royale. Yeah. Okay. okay, okay. Picture that, but everybody's on meth. Yeah, and that's Reno. All right, all right, all right. You're you're picturing diamonds are forever. You got Bond in Vegas. Now go out of town about three hours, <laughs> where you get uh, Jimmy Band. That's right. <laughs> that's a, a band, Jimmy Band. <laughs> You know, the kind of place that if a celebrity wanted to get super high and start hoarding birds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds good, yeah. How oddly specific. I forget which actress did that, like, quit acting. But no, she moved to Pahrump. Who was it who moved to Pahrump to hoard birds? You are asking the wrong person. <laughs> Sally Field. No, I don't know. I remember Rutger Hauer, when he got older, he got really big into birds and was had, like, a bird refuge in, like, oh. Denmark or where the fuck he was from. <laughs> maybe maybe that's the, the girl you're thinking about you know no. from split second and uh uh that samson movie from a couple years ago that only i watched there was a samson movie oh yeah like, like the 20, biblical samson like 2018 yeah he was uh he was like king i don't know pedophile cleese or something but <laughs> yeah it was him him and uh lindsey wagner fucking bionic woman or whatever were like the king and queen uh the guy that played samson was like some 18 year old bodybuilder kid that i don't think i've seen anything else they seem uh, really blonde to be playing persian king oh, and queen and like 
fluorescent blue eyes. Yeah, <laughs> they're apologies. very white people. Yeah. She she's a, she's sort of a celebrity. It was Heidi Fleiss, the madam. Oh shit, Heidi oh, Fleiss. Yeah. Yes, oh, say no more. Yeah, she moved to Pahrump, Nevada. <laughs> that sounds like a Pahrump. And dropped a million dollars on birds and just lives with her birds in the middle of Pahrump. <laughs> bird queen slaying, love it. <laughs> like hearing this like 10 years ago and it just stuck in my head and i'm like damn she could have gone to reno by the way perump the reno south of nevada (laughs) oh my god you guys (laughs) perump is exactly what it sounds like (laughs) 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 so yeah so this uh reno is fuck double hazy ipa yeah yeah uh quite Quite bitter, but like like piney notes and good and full bodied, nice and effervescent. Like this is actually sneaky eight percent. Like this just tastes yeah. like any other IPA. But yeah, this is pretty tasty. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Ah, it does taste a little thick. I'll give it that though. <laughs> Every time you guys make me want yeah. beer, as we should. Cause, just make it know. sound so delightful. <laughs> oh, wait till we get to our other beer later. Uh, this one <laughs> I'm excited about. But before that, guys, Cyborg Two Glass Shadow. From writer-director Michael Schroeder. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, You might know him from Mortuary Academy. I'm assuming the uh, horror version of Police Academy. (laughs) Mortuary Academy. That's what it says. Never heard of it. (laughs) Shenanigans ensue. (laughs) Steve Gutenberg is in a mortuary. Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, Out of the Dark. Damned River. (laughs) Damned River. Keeping me from going across state lines. Oh, when you said out of the dark, I thought you were about to say like another person from the cast who was a oh. surprise. <laughs> so when you said damned river, I was like, who's damned river? <laughs> <laughs> damned river Phoenix. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Dead on colon relentless two. I'm guessing it's the sequel to relentless, but they call it dead on because relentless colon two. To. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> then this. <laughs> cyborg 2 colon glass shadow followed by cyborg 3 colon the recycler oh he did the the third one as well apparently yeah uh cover me <laughs> uh the glass cage not the glass shadow and man in the chair <laughs> he's also one of those guys who currently has six movies quote in development on imdb so mm, he's clearly not part of the writer's guild yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think he's uh, standing in solidarity. <laughs> that doesn't mean I can't pitch my ideas, right? It just means I can't make them quite yet. <laughs> Can I get that written on a napkin? Or he's like, hey, I'm not with the guild. I'll write your damn movie. I'll direct <laughs> the shit out of it. <laughs> you want to see teenage Angelina Jolie tits? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how old was Anna, How old was Angelina Jolie in this movie? Uh, I'm scared I, to look I, it up. I did look it up. Apparently, when the movie was released, she was 18. Oh, no. Yeah. I, oh, I'm no. Guessing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Izzy, Izzy made the point when we were watching the scene, though, that's like, it looks like she's wearing fakes, though, maybe. on At least in one of the scenes, yeah. she has a breastplate on, for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the, uh, the writing it, scene. It was pretty convincing. And the, the, other, the, the other special the effects lace, movie. The, the side scene, I think that. Like, just because the boobs weren't moving at all. Yeah. And I know yeah. her boobs are still real at this point. <laughs> the writing scene, I, I think they didn't give a fuck. But yeah, just there's one scene where the boobs are defying gravity too much, even for Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Yeah. 
she's perfect, but she's not that perfect. And she's also bigger than in that side scene that you were. We're definitely not going to focus she's, on for twenty minutes, Tim. She's in a she's an endowed person, that's for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of endowed screenplay, nice segue, Steve, by Ron Yanover and Mark Geldman. Oh, Steve. Oh, I'm glad you asked. They basically have two writing credits. This and 1994's Jungle Book, the one starring Jason Scott oh, Lee, Carrie and Lena. <gasps> I had that movie. Yes. We, I love that movie. We talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, it it had a, it had fucking the dude from, oh my God, Luke Kang. It had Luke Kang. Yeah, Jason, Jason Scott Lee. Jason or no, 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 <laughs> oh. that's not Luke Kang. No, he, no. Uh, Jason Scott Lee played uh, Bruce Lee in Dragon to Bruce Lee's story. Luke Kang is Robin Show. Isn't that Mowgli? Or am I it, completely confused? J- Jason Scott Lee is Mowgli, yeah. Oh, okay. Jason but, but, Jason, but Jason Scott Lee wasn't in Mortal Kombat. It was oh, somebody, okay. so, somebody else with beautiful hair. Yeah, I think it was the hair. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I, the, I, I, I watched them both. Asian like, guy with flowing locks. It's <laughs> look, you're just too starstruck to tell them apart. <laughs> yeah, especially like they're both so like buff and like tanned and stuff. Right. Yeah. It'd be like seeing Hemsworth just running on the beach shirtless. That's you, true. If you, you would you even together. know which one it was? Is that a Chris or a Liam? Or Gave a... them the same haircut. I would not be able to tell the difference. Yeah. And then does it really matter if you just see them frolicking in the wild? Right. Or do you just <laughs> in, in, embrace their beauty and enjoy? Like wild Mustangs playing in the surf. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they don't have names, but everyone knows them. Exactly. <laughs> they don't need names. They're beyond it. <laughs> But of course, starring in this movie, world's strongest man, Sven Ol Thorson as Doorman. <laughs> I was wondering yeah. how this fit in. I was like, wait. We, we almost missed him. <laughs> I was like, Your wait. Your wife caught him. Wait, I was like, wait, somebody sounds like Sven Ol Thorson. Did did they show his face? And then I believe like, the it next was, scene. that guy's got a cigar. Is that Sven Ol Thorson? Yeah, it's got to be him. <laughs> oh, guys, we love him. Uh, Elias Cotius, aka Casey Jones, as yes. Colton Ricks. I was gonna say, all you gotta say is this movie has Angelina Jolie and Casey Jones, and people will know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, Angelina Jolie as Cash. Great. <laughs> Speaking name. of Cash, but not Tango, Jack Palance as Mercy. The fuck is he doing in this movie? Oh, he's Jack balancing the shit out of this thing. He just won his second Academy Award. This is his fuck you money. He's like, so wait, seriously, all I have to do is talk into this camera for like three quarters of the movie? Yeah, we're going to zoom in on your teeth. Yeah, say, why is it so close? (laughs) I fucking love Jack Palance. Like, he can do no wrong in my eyes. All right. Uh, Billy Drago as Danny Bench. Briscoe County. He is the highlight. He's the highlight of this movie. He's the only thing I remember from this movie, other than tits, obviously. I mean, tits, tits, tits. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> Billy Drago in this movie is such a treat. And every movie I see him in, he always brings us all to it. Oh, yeah. He always he understands does... the movie he's in, and he always gives his best. Wants to show up for five minutes in Vamp? He gets it. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Can I be an albino? Oh, sure. Whatever, dude. Candace, have you seen Vamp? Yes. Oh, okay. yes. I was going to say. Grace Jones. <laughs> it's it's got to be on the blood bank. <laughs> Grace Jones is a vampire who doesn't say a word. Billy Drago just shows up. Oh, it's great. Yeah. 
<laughs> but it starts out as a, how are we going to get a stripper by 8 p.m.? <laughs> we got to drive three hours to the city and only get anyone and Abby can come along with us. <laughs> what? Michelle Pfeiffer's sister? That yeah. movie is fucking whiplash in a bottle. <laughs> yeah. Every single scene is from a different movie. And yet it works. <laughs> it, it does work. And it's a beautiful movie. You're transfixed by it. You're never not entertained when you watch it. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, the the sets and the costumes are like just like hype, like they're just hyper realism. Like they're beyond it, which just works in this weird quirky world. Thinking about Grace Jones' tits, don't let me. Oh, absolutely. Grace Jones is a gorgeous creature. (laughs) Oh man, she has just the perfect body. She's just like a lithe creature. Oh, yes. Uh, so, <laughs> Steve will be shocked. Uh, my aunts, when I was a kid at their old cabin, had a picture of Grace Jones in a bikini on the back of their door. Yeah, it was the poster of you to a kill, right? Actually, <laughs> I, I don't know. I assume, but <laughs> that was where I first knew Grace Jones. I, I'm sure it was Conan the Destroyer. That's the one they had. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just a modeling picture. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> they had her head shot. They just Literally. really loved Grace Jones. <laughs> what was a full body shot? She like had her arms up and was like in an S pose in a bikini and it was black and white. And like just like a full blown poster. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. By ants, do you mean two women that live together? Yes, yes. the, the yes. were okay. living in sin for 40 years, then got married. Gotcha. They got married for their 40th <laughs> anniversary. Love it. Okay. <laughs> This is making a lot more sense now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Karen Shepard as Chen. Steve? No. <laughs> well, it's a she, but uh, <laughs> she's the, the the Japanese cyborg thing that pops up. Mm-hmm. In Japanese, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, cyborg, Ricky, quote unquote. Cy- cyborg, quote unquote. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of question marks in the, <laughs> towards the middle of the movie. But uh, we also have Rick Young as Bobby Lynn. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, the Asian guy that's not James Hong that's in all the movies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he is doing a voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, the vampire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you saw, yeah, yeah, you saw yeah, the yeah. too. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had just made a note, oh, this is basically a vampire love story, but just put in robots <laughs> in its place. And then I was like, and there's a fucking vampire right here. Proves my theory. <laughs> there you go. And of course, since you know he, I, I assume he followed Jack Palance over from Batman '89. Tracy Walter as Wildcard. Uh, he played Bob in Batman. Uh, I think he was in the Conan movie, or at least one of them. I forget which one. You've seen him. You know who he is. Yeah. Look him up. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so you, you watched this on the Blood Bank thing, Candace? Is that I right? I did. Mm-hmm. I first watched it on Tubi because I had watched it right after watching Cyborg. And then I was like, I know this has got to be in the blood bank. I'd do a search. Sure <laughs> enough, there it is. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it was like one of the first three movies Tim put on there. <laughs> oh, I lips. told him the movie I was covering and I told him why. Why he should watch it. And he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> He's like, I'm definitely going to watch that movie now. Add to watch list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we press play and boom, we're in the year 2074. And uh, yeah, there's basically a bunch of corporate war- warfare going on. Uh, basically, there's the uh, the U.S. company uh, what was it like Pinwheel? Yes, Pinwheel. So, something that sounded like Kobayashi. Yeah, 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 Kobayashi, the Japanese company, and they're both they're 
the, their main thing is making cyborgs for everything from like replacing humans as like housekeepers, soldiers, and of course, hoes. Of course, hoes, hoes. So, uh, so basically, they're confusing a cyborg with a robot. Yeah, they're these aren't cyborgs. Cyborgs are cybernetic organisms. There's nothing like organic about these things. They're just replicants. They're just full robots, like yep. full synthetic robots. Which um, my theory, I wasn't sure if you were going to add this in production notes or anything, but I have a theory that this movie was not a cyborg script. It was originally no. just Glass Shadow, and then they just stuck Cyborg 2 in front of it because it has fucking nothing to do with the first one. It doesn't but, even have cyborgs. But the flashbacks, oh, it's got cyborgs in it. In the flashbacks. Well, and, and Casey Jones is a cyborg. He's got cybernetic parts. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you got yeah, there. And uh, a couple other people, like Billy Drago, I think he is. Uh, yeah, there, there's a couple in there, but yeah, it's definitely like 80%, uh, you know, Ghost in the Shell type mm-hmm. stuff or whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we get that little backstory and then we get something that just comes up and says, Future Beware. And I'm like, what? is that the name of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> that was the original title. That's it. And then we cut to, oh, my model city. Oh, yeah. I said uh, Blade Runner in miniature. Yeah. Yeah. I I was thinking uh, Volcania from Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. (laughs) Just without the big pyramid in the middle. Look it up, kids. No. Uh, (laughs) Everybody's like crickets. (laughs) Well, if they're listening to this podcast, they've probably heard about it every other episode. (laughs) I mean, that's where Sven Olthorson's from. He played Tank in that ill-fated one-year series in 1987. You know, the Canadian post-apocalyptic children's show. Well, they did make a Toxic Avenger cartoon. They'll make anything into a cartoon. They made a oh. RoboCop cartoon. Oh, yeah. The 80s, the 80s were fucking wild, man. It's all <laughs> the uh, cocaine. I mean, absolutely. So, all right. So then, you know, after seeing the model city, we then see one of these, quote, cyborgs being manufactured. And it's basically, yeah, we see like the robot skeleton or yeah. whatever. It looks like they just... fucked up C-3PO. Yeah. With much. human teeth. Imagine C-3PO with human teeth. And that's what it is, because it's gold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's gold, golden tin, and you see, like, little wires and stuff. And then they just put it in the little creepy crawlers thing and just fill it up with goo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those too. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not going to be good when it hardens and, you know, all your joints and stuff can't move. But eh, whatever, you'll figure it out. And I, I was wondering, like, because all the cyborgs are wearing makeup. I was like, is that, like, painted on? Is that part of how they're made so they never have to touch it up? Like, because yes. they're supposed to be, like, the perfect replicant of the perfect human being. Yeah. So I was like, why is everyone wearing makeup? Be- because if it's just flesh tone, then, you know, I don't know. <laughs> the, the, the same re- reason uh Lilu in the fifth element by the way we'll get there uh <laughs> you know she's got the the perma eyeliner on and exactly you know. <laughs> uh but uh but yeah we see uh we see this uh this this lady cyborg that this lady robot being made and then uh she starts watching the first movie on the blood bank downloading directly into her brain <laughs> <laughs> cyborg <laughs> you're right and then they uh test out the blonde version of this and uh what happens candace oh i said that every movie should start like this yeah. because this is why i continued to watch the movie <laughs> i was like i'll give it 20 <laughs> minutes 
and then this happens it's so it's supposed to be this like intense erotic sex scene <laughs> this this like blonde robot is going to town on this guy you don't know who he is and you don't know who she is you just know that she's a robot she's like you know riding this dude and by riding it i mean they're holding each other's knees and rocking back and forth i yeah. don't understand the, <laughs> the anatomy of what is happening here i don't know how it's getting in but yeah when she comes mm. she explodes oh candace you forgot a very important part we're not the only ones watching this on the screen. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a board meeting of like nine dudes in suits just watching this happen. And I'm yep. like, fuck yeah, dude. Corporates in the 80s, man. Watching a real back get blown out. And then we we see some scientist guys say, heat her up. And then, you know, you're like, a, oh, 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 God, I'm getting so hot. What? 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 I'm burning. Boom. I'm burning up. Yeah, I'm burning up. Up. <laughs> and I was like, and be like, yeah, me too, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just fucking Oppenheimer's this shit. <laughs> and all the guys in the board meeting, like the screen goes to white. They're like, oh shit, I am become death, destroyer of worlds. And once you really start thinking about these cyborgs, because they'll go into why they've created these cyborgs and why they've made them the way they have to be like, you know, beautiful, perfect women. So yeah. They they probably programmed them to come every time, didn't they? Like oh, yeah, guaranteed was, orgasms. That was part of the conversation. Like, yep, she's right on course. It's uh, she's reacting to his stimuli. Yeah, like yep. that. That was like part of it. Like, so it's like guaranteed mind blowing sex every single time. Yeah, really? except for every single time ends with literally mind blowing. <laughs> literally mind blowing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then they're, and they're like, "Wait, what, what the fuck just happened there?" Like. Oh, that's right. We've been using that new element we call glass shadow, which is a bio explosive that runs in her bloodstream. And that explosion right there was like 20 milligrams in our new cash model. The Angelina Jolie one we're making is going to be a hundred grams in there. Oh, it's called Shit. cash because it costs so damn much money. Shit. Yeah. It's really just cocaine. She's full of cocaine. That's why they're going to need her back here. That's why she's so, so pale. <laughs> you know, when they try to hide the cocaine by mixing the gasoline in there with it. Yeah. yeah. So the dogs can't sniff it or something. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, and then, yeah, they're basically like, oh, yeah. And we've also given this model like artificial intelligence with human feelings and rationality and stuff like that. She so can it can infiltrate uh, Kobayashi or whatever and yeah. then take out the competition in one big explosion. And I'm like, why? Yes, you don't need AI in there. No, yes. you need her to walk up with her tits hanging out and just be like, hi, I'm here for Mr. Kobayashi. Yeah. Yeah, Did I you think not that's see Mr. A, Mrs. Smith. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of a an oversight to give her emotions that they kind of don't really bring up later because yeah. they said like, oh, she has emotions. She's she's not like the other cyborgs. They don't have emotions. She does, and she's it's a state not of like the, the art AI program. Yeah, exactly. She's hashtag not like other cyborgs. And, and I'd be but, I'd be the one in the board meeting going. So the last one seemed pretty effective, though, right? But right? she, keep, she keeps making these cracks being like, well, humans are ruled by their emotions. You, you humans and your emotions. And he's explaining emotions to her. And I'm yeah. like, but she's got them already. I don't understand. Yeah, I, I have it that written in my notes later as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is it, movie? <laughs> Did she not download those yet? If <laughs> She's still in yeah, like, it's part of the, the first update. five movies of the blood bank. She's yeah. in airplane mode, so they can't track her. Oh, that's right. Uh, so, yeah, then we cut to uh, Casey Jones and his Hojo. Uh, he's apparently the karate instructor for all the 
and, and I noticed there were a couple guys in there too. So they have a uh, little hee ho. Uh, yeah, they got male models. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's what I thought, but I just didn't know if it was just like, yeah, yeah, you know, some of the security are in the class or something. But you know, they were pretty, uh, pretty well they, put together. You know. Yeah, this one dude's a total beefcake. He's got yeah. like the he's got like that uh, Ivan Drago hair. Yeah, that, like, flat top, you know, and he's like really like buff and blonde. Yeah, you definitely get like the Reacher vibes from him. <laughs> new, new Reacher, not Tom Cruise. Yeah, I, I, I knew which one you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just want to specify the one that people... actually looks like the character in the book. God damn exactly. It. <laughs> Look, okay, so I watched the first Jack Reacher movie with my stepmom. And I my love dad, that right? movie. I really like that. Movie. It's not a bad movie, and I, I thought you know, it's like, oh yeah, it's a little action flick, whatever, blah blah blah. I get it, you know, all that. And my stepmom was just so like seething watching it, and <laughs> yep. she watches plenty of these dumb action movies with me and my dad, and she's like can't believe they fucking did that to jack reacher and i'm like what made him made Tom it Cruise. portrayed by the the i guess top actor of our day like yeah right. he's supposed to be six foot four and good looking not not the goddamn <laughs> elf from legend or whatever oh, I'm like, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> shots fired da, da, da. that's funny because i did the exact opposite i watched the movie and i was like oh i really enjoyed that movie i wonder if i like the books so i started reading the books and it they keep it in the movie that he's supposed to be this big hulking dude, but it's Tom Cruise. You know, yeah. the dude's like five five. <laughs> Apple carts, you know, they can only do so much. And <laughs> yeah, then I read then in the movie he says, uh, uh, I'm looking for uh, they're looking for Jack Reacher, and they say, I'm looking for someone who looks like they could punch someone and kill them. And they were like, Oh, it's that guy, and point at Tom Cruise. I'm like, no. <laughs> Uh, no i don't think so <laughs> i might ask that little boy where his daddy's at or what, what are we doing yeah but in the books he's <laughs> supposed to be this like gigantic dude and everybody thinks he's dumb because he's so big but he's actually crazy smart yeah i know what it's like <laughs> yeah i'm sorry steve you have to go through that <laughs> uh so yeah we in, in the hojo we get a uh, colt uh, uh casey jones it was Codius, and he's fighting cash and uh yeah cash basically whoops his ass and then we see this directive pop up on her. Okay, we're going to get a lot of this uh, cyborg POV where it's like, you know, the Terminator where it like pops up like, kill the human, kill the human, kill the human. And then she just like stops and like walks over. Or she asks like, where's Drino? <laughs> and I'm Drino. like, who? Yeah. Drina. 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 Oh, Drina. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> Drina. Drina. Like, Drina. There we go. <laughs> He's like, I, I, I don't know. They, they all leave, dude. <laughs> like they all leave my, my dojo and most don't come back in. Yeah. And then and then like everybody leaves, and I'm like, oh, did he just talk himself out of a job? Uh, I don't know what happened here. <laughs> then, yeah, it doesn't uh, seem like he's very happy with his job. No, not even a little bit. He's like, uh, well, he says something like later, like, oh yeah, it's like six more months and then I'm out of here or some shit like that. But it was just like yeah. a throwaway line. I'm like, so they they just own him or something? Like he probably contract? signed a work contract, yeah. Oh shit! You know what it was? We find out later he's basically a cyborg. He had to work work that shit off Repo Man style. Oh, that's true. Or else they're gonna take that shit back. That's right. <laughs> oh, we can take your legs back. That's fine with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and then around this time they start uh, like two guys show up and they start taking cash away, or, or or like they cross in the hallway or something. Like, hey, where's she going? And they're like, uh, yeah, we're taking her for uh, upgrades. Yeah, that's it. Oh, also, uh, sorry, when all the cyborgs were doing the uh, kill the human, kill the human, kill the human, 
uh, like a golf cart drove by and you see the screen on the back of it turn into an eyeball. Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. Um, yes that's right. And then that's as right. soon as one of the cyborgs turns around, it turns off. That's our first hint. <laughs> yeah. And yes. it's the I have multiple times in my notes. Why are all of these TVs plugged in? Yeah. And then at the very end, I'm like, that one's not even plugged in. It's literally nope. just rolled off the back of a truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. wild. This movie, this movie, I have complicated feelings towards it because there's a lot to like in this movie. Like it's, it's, like it's not demonic a, a lot. Like yeah, it's just not a terrible movie. Weird future tech and stuff. Yeah, it is, it's but a it's also... a solid it's a solid cookie cutter uh, cyberpunk movie. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah, they definitely. do weird shit like that where it's like you're not even trying to explain how that's happening. They literally say it's magic. Yeah, <laughs> magic or fake magic or whatever the fuck he says. But uh, yeah, so yeah, they take cash away and then uh. Oh look, she's in the the tube from Fifth Element, getting her upgrade or whatever. Yeah, watching more highlights of the original Cyborg thermal bandages. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's where I was like, if you're promising me that JCVD is waiting for me after a journey, where the fuck does that road start? Because I'm already hitting the pavement. Right. <laughs> All you gotta do is go outside. But remember, she had a hero, a protector. You know, the Cyborg from the first movie. That's not Jean Claude Van Damme. Um, I don't like this speech though. Oh, about how she he she needs a hero. Yeah, Casey Jones okay. like, is that you hero. Can't, you can't possibly make it alone. You have to have a hero. Like, yeah, she's it's, like straight <laughs> up like a killing machine. Yeah, that's true. She can take care of herself. Yeah, yeah. If anything, he's the dead weight, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Carry him around is like a activate hero shield and like take right? all the bullets. Although and... until they get that jammer or whatever where she isn't being disoriented by the safety protocols yeah she would be helpless she would need help there yeah true true yes yeah, so what happens oh yeah so yeah colt uh they like again crossing the hallway or whatever and uh cash gives colt like a matchbox or something yeah and this is where the other guards are like uh, no fraternizing <clears throat> with the cyborgs yeah because that's so one clearly you yeah clearly you're not allowed to even talk to them and standing in the hallway completely in public yeah then he like goes back to his room and then yes tv turns on and there's the negative exposure of jack palance's upper lip basically talking (laughs) at him and i said i sometimes hallucinate jack palance watching me while i sleep (laughs) right hello candace (laughs) how are you this evening you need a hero candace you can't do this alone you've got to protect her (laughs) i'll be seeing you in all the familiar places what that's the line I had to write down because I was like, what does that even there, mean? I wrote down a lot of his lines. <laughs> He's oh, got some yeah. weird lines. <laughs> yeah, so then uh, yeah, he opens up the matchbox and there's a little meetup location, like lap nine, five o'clock, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And then he takes a nap and luckily uh, Jack Palance pops up again as his alarm clock to remind him like, you've got somewhere to be in 10 minutes. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Yeah, you have a, a what is it? A love assignation or something like that. Like he keeps trying to hook them up. Yeah. Oh. Because oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Jack Palance has a kink in this movie. Oh. Oh. Think. Yeah. <laughs> well, later. A very we get certain type of. <laughs> yeah, very certain type of kink, and I'm sure he's trying to push them together for a reason. That's not what you think it is. <laughs> I have a Casey Jones fanfic going on right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they meet up in Lab Nine, uh, Cash and Colt, and I don't know. They look at some like. 
I, I guess uh cybernetic roses uh shakma's there <laughs> or, or oh, whatever yeah. baboon was in uh primal rage or whatever in a cage and yeah and then uh yeah the jack pounce just starts unlocking doors and is basically like yep this way out and uh you better hurry because there's the alarm yeah they're supposed to be in this storage junk unit this is where obsolete things are like put away with and somehow there's a tv that's working down there why would they plug it in if they were just we're just, you know, storing it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, in the cold storage, like like a freezer. Because that's right, they find uh, uh, Drina's corpse, basically. They, they find Drina, there. yep. And yep. she's like, ha-ha, this will happen to you. That's right. They Everything floats down here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and, oh, that's right. Drina also says, oh, yeah, you've got that uh, glass shadow in you. And she's like, what the fuck is that? Like, don't worry about it. It's an explosive. And it's going to go <laughs> off two days from now in Osaka. And she's like, oh, cool. So I just have to not be in Osaka in two days. Easy enough. But, uh, yeah, it's when the alarm goes off. And, uh, you know, well, Jack Pounce is even like, oh, and guess who has been reported stolen? And who stole it? And you better Did, run like hell, bitches. You know what? I wonder, did he do that? Did he report it stolen? Was like, and also this guy's missing too. So clearly he's the culprit. I mean, makes sense. Because he, he keeps like pushing them together. Like, did yeah. he cause all of this? And why? <laughs> like, he's, he's the real puppet it's just master weird. pulling the strings. <laughs> this movie's weird. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they go uh, running through the underground tunnels and uh, I, I don't know. Uh, Cash takes out a bunch of dudes. Like, like you know, Excuse me, security yeah. guys that like show up and you know get their asses whipped. Yeah, because yeah. they can't shoot her because she's too expensive. Yeah. It would cost too much me. money to fix her. Yeah. Yeah. And then okay, then we get to an elevator and like, oh yeah, we just need to go down this like 250 floors or some shit like that. And then yeah, this is what where she brings up on things like, oh, you humans and your feelings of being scared <laughs> and shit like that. And I'm like, wasn't she programmed to have feelings? Yeah. Isn't she the only one that has feelings? <laughs> yeah, that was like a whole thing. Yeah, but then, uh, I don't know, he gets like shot in the ear or something and she like takes the blood and tastes it. And I'm like, God damn it. Terminator and, 3, you hacks. And then she's like, it's kind of, it's pretty good. Mine's too sweet. Like, ugh. Oh, you, you mean with the glass shadow in it? Yeah. Oh, God, she tastes her own blood. Think about it. Yeah. Ew. No, she, she doesn't do that. They created the perfect woman. She doesn't do that. <laughs> Cyborg 2, gas shadow. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe maybe we need to work a little subtext into this. Uh, <laughs> oh, and the score during all of these action fight scenes that are happening is some of the most straight-to-video music I've ever heard in my life. Oh yeah, this was clearly done with someone's Casio. <laughs> like it's yeah, pretty this, bad. This is like the uh, was it the, the Richard Band Full Moon production. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I literally have that note. This sounds like Full Moon music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So yeah, they're being chased through the elevator, and they have to like kick out the bottom or whatever because it stops. And uh, I don't know. You get a lot of like cash POV shots, like with the robot, the the letters or whatever popping up on the screen, and. You know, we, we, you've all seen Terminator. It's yeah. basically that. Yeah. And then, um, it slowed down <laughs> guinea pig squeaks. We, 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 we. And then I just have written down some <laughs> other cyborg chick shows up and helps them by taking out a couple guards. Okay. Yeah. So she, so there's like a double cross happening and she works for that like main guy or main scientist or whatever. 
Yeah, Don. But, and he's a double agent for the Kobayashis. Yeah, yeah, because she has the, the Japanese lettering and stuff yeah. on her. her She's view. clearly the Kobayashi replicant. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this, that's when uh, Jack Pounce calls him on a broken TV once they get out into the wasteland. And, and uh, basically, uh, that the glass shadow starts getting activated because they're like, well, she's lost. Might as well just blow her up and start yep. a new one or something. And she starts twitching like Nomi and Showgirls when she's getting ra- ran. Yeah, I, I said that she looks like she's listening to music with headphones on. You know, when, <laughs> like you're not a good dancer and you're trying to move to the beat. She's like, hanging no out one at else Sam can Goody, hear the music. just la- listening <laughs> yeah. to the latest Pearl Jam. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're moving. This is what it looks like from the outside. <laughs> yeah, and then eventually they... Uh, yeah they what, what just like block out the bluetooth connection or whatever i don't know exactly what but they're like all right uh i mean she's got like nine hours so like TikTok, do do what you gotta do get yeah they're having now. a full conversation with uh mercy is the name of jack palance's character yeah, yeah full-on yeah. conversation with him with a tv that's in the back of a garbage truck and somehow it's working <laughs> it's, like, it's like cracked across the screen like rolled out onto the floor and he's talking through it yeah it's fantastic and then, uh, yeah, what happens? Oh, yeah, basically, uh, Mercy is like, all right, you need to go to the warehouse district and meet up with Wildcard. Okay, cool. I guess we'll just ask around. And uh, I feel like if you ask for Wildcard, they'll know who you're talking about. Well, let's just say, I'm looking for a Wildcard, and there's like, yeah, there's like eight pimps that call themselves Wildcard right here. So. <laughs> so you think that's like the John Doe of the time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for the one they call Cash. <laughs> I, I'm Cash. No, 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 not not you, Cash. The the you know what? Never mind. <laughs> Have you seen this boy? Holds up a little guy. <laughs> oh no, they're still ripped off Terminator too. Uh, <laughs> Which we just covered in the Bloody Bits Horror Show. Oh, fantastic! In, in July, because you're going to be not listening to this immediately. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of our yeah. longest episodes because I could not shut up about Terminator Two. Nor should you. <laughs> so any idea what you guys are doing as far in advance as next month september holy crap we are completely rebooting bloody bits <gasps> from the head down we are doing 90s for the next year so every year is going to be a year in the 90s i mean every month is going to be a year in the 90s so september is going to be 1990 and then october is going to be 1991 and you know so on and so forth nice with like two extra ones and i think we're going to do video game movies and one other one that we're not we're kind of mixed going back and forth on excellent but yeah and we're going to be possibly adding video content video feed for patreons excellent do we finally get to see what yobo looks like no no i doubt it he's probably going to use like a ai avatar or some shit like that <laughs> will he see what his cat looks like because cattle jump yes. off the keyboard <laughs> i hope so god i hope so <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh yeah, so like Kenneth mentioned earlier, we see uh, Don, the like CEO of uh, Pinwheel or whatever, uh, meeting up with Chang, and we find out, oh yeah, they're double agents for each other. Basically, he's the goal is to destroy both companies, and then he's going to be the only one left. And like, I don't know, Uber God of I guess start future. his own company, but yeah. he's the only one. Yeah, it's like okay, cool. That sounds like a plan. And uh, but but then they also decide, all right, well we got to get a psycho to find a psycho called daniel bench oh uh, yeah who's daniel bench that is billy drago or drago billy drago <laughs> and i love how we catch him on the set of briscoe county jr 
Yeah, he's he's always wearing these like 1920s gambler getups. Yeah, kind of like yeah. western too. Yeah, he's just in the old west brothel. Like you know, you see, we see the tits on a lady in the bathtub, and he's just sitting there next to like just chilled out. Yeah, and he's he seems like he is living the fine life. He's just doing drugs and hanging out with titties all day. Yeah. <laughs> But they're uh, they're trying to pry him back into the game because he's been gone for five years, you know, since the last accident, last uh, last incident or whatever. And uh, yeah, you know, he starts negotiating and it basically ends up being like, was it like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars and twenty five percent bump if they bring her back in one piece or something like that. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't know, with the way inflation's going by 2074, that's going to get you like a Big Mac. Yeah, because they both have to be brought in alive, both of them. And yeah. you can't you can't like scratch Angelina Jolie because costs a lot of money. And then uh, yeah, so we see uh, Cash and Colt. They're now you know in the in in the town, I guess. Like whatever the <laughs> yeah, and they're supposed to be bonding here, but there is no chemistry between no, them. No, not even a little bit. Like zero. Like, just driving an old truck, and he's like, "All right, I think this is the place." Like that's it. Yeah. And then she's like, "Well, I, I better go in alone." And, you know, they're you're going to be looking for you. I'll, and then they kiss, and I'm like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, they because, fall in love? yeah, because yeah, it seems like she sounds like she's talking to her dad half the time. Totally. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird. <laughs> After the kiss, she's like, "All right, don't get dead," and like walks away. I'm like, I, I maybe she's just trying it out, seeing how I don't know. Yeah, it was a choice. I don't know. Oh yeah, and he's like, "I'm gonna go park down this random alley here, or whatever." And so he goes down this random alley, opens a garage that has like doves and shit inside. Like he just. Like, like, does he own this garage? Like, it just opens for him and he backs into it and, uh, like, yeah, it's all ready know. to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and he, somewhere in here, it's mentioned that he's been at the facility for three years, so none of his stuff out here should work. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But uh, meanwhile, Cash, she's wandering into this, like, basically I've written down as, like, future opium den, but it's, like, they're all, like, on laughing gas or something. Yeah. Uh, but she's like, being led by the doorman, played by Sven Ol Thorson. Yeah, <laughs> man of the hour. <laughs> yep, he's uh, you know, he's smoking a cigar, and he's like this way. He's the big guy in the suit. Yeah. he's who should have played uh, Jack Reacher. Fuck yeah, yeah. Yes, I am American agent. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Are you American? <laughs> very okay, smart. It, but yeah, he basically takes her like into the back, like into the kitchen or whatever. It's basically like wait till you. And then there's like two like Asian guys like I don't know cleaning dishes or something just like looking at her like what are you doing back here all right whatever back to work and, and then like the next time we see her she just starts kind of wandering because <laughs> I I'm like what was someone supposed to meet her there well, you know what it yeah. doesn't matter I don't care she just starts talking to the help yeah I know I have oh. in my notes Billy Drago oh. is looking fly yeah looking fly is a what what do they call him like a wiretapper or whatever. Yeah, they're called wiretappers. They're they're the Blade Runners. They hunt yeah, yeah. Blade weapons, Runner, yeah. Bounty Hunter, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. We, uh, uh, what's his nuts? Colt. He's hanging out in the truck, just like waiting thirty minutes or whatever to like go in or whatever. And then we get a nice little mercy jump scare as he like pops up on a random screen that's like passenger side feet or whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, hello there." Ha, ha. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> But he's basically like, yeah, he should probably get in there. You got a wiretapper on the way. And uh, yeah, Cash just kind of like wanders around and like goes into a bar. 
and then like starts getting her palm read and the palm reader's like yeah you're gonna need money i got a lot of work for a little robot girl like you uh, so then she starts fighting and like kicking her ass and her friend's ass. And it's yeah. terrible choreography. Oh, yeah. It's... It is so slow. <laughs> Which is a shame because we know Angelina Jolie can do better than that. Yeah. Yeah. She would go on to yeah. greatness as far as yeah, action Even goes. at yeah. seven, uh, I mean, 18, which she totally is during the filming of this movie. Don't worry about it. Totally. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, then she starts like trying to escape. She does like a fucking flip over Sven Old Thorson and then like starts kicking the shit out of him. And then, uh, yeah, uh, Bench ends up getting the drop on Colt outside. <laughs> Candace, where, where does uh, where does Bench take Colt? Oh, is this when he takes him to his drug den or whatever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he's just like he just takes him. And then he just gets him, shoots something in his eye, makes him, and then he just gets high. Yeah. <laughs> That's like yeah, what yeah, happens he, in this scene. <laughs> yeah, he basically walks him down an alley, and then it's like the end of this alley is like, I don't know, a Detroit living room. Like it's just kind of like disgusting mattresses and couches and stuff, just kind of set up like a living room. He's like, yeah, have a seat, buddy. And like handcuffs him to a random, uh, bedboard or whatever that's there like you know the the you know the railings from all the silk stockings yeah but, yeah uh, <laughs> yeah that every bed has and then yeah there's yeah shoots a little thing in his eye and then uh yeah he's like well while you're chilling i'm just gonna take some of this molly here and space out <laughs> yeah, for he's like you don't so. mind do you <laughs> see you yeah. on the other side <laughs> yeah meanwhile cash she's you know r- being like uh going down the alley from predator 2 and uh uh, Chang, uh, Chen shows up, the other uh, cyborg, uh, the, the Japanese cyborg or whatever that's chasing her basically just hangs her with a fucking noose and starts swinging her from side to side yeah, in the she, alley. Like, she's carrying a whip and she whips her around the neck and so she starts like jerking her back and forth along the long sides of the alley. I thought it would be funny is if when she had her like wrapped up like that, if she just jumped off the side of the catwalk. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like that, just like hang her like that, have her head pop off or something. <laughs> yeah, just boom. Yep, that'll make her more subdued. Yeah. But, uh, but that's not what yeah. happens. Yeah, basically, like hit the wall a couple times, and then the scene just kind of ends. So it's like, okay, well, I guess we'll go back to that fight after okay. you know, seeing Sil and Billy Drago trip on Molly. So but... it does just end because yeah. I was like, wait, they captured her? When? Yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. see that happen. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, yeah, next time we see Cash, she's dissected on a little table with Chan, like I don't know, r- running the Blade Runner protocol or whatever on her, like a turtle's on its back in in the dead of the winter. Right? <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know, whatever. They're but, they're uh, like, uh, if Miss Chen serves you tea, what do you say? Oh no, she's like, uh, hello. My name is Cream. Would uh, would you <laughs> yeah, like well, some Miss Chen with your cream or with? Uh, or would you like some tea with your Miss Chen or something like that? And yeah. then it's like, all right, now we need a whatever the <laughs> nonsense filter. <laughs> she said it like yeah, stupid, uh, yeah. and, and then was like, uh, her her like I don't know ability to answer things. Whatever yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, doing. Yeah, the right AI now. all like corrected to like, oh, uh, basically like yeah, Miss Chen is her name because it's not tea or cream, and yeah, the rest kind of yeah. Oh, uh, it's like, like a diagnostics test. Yeah. Yeah. There we go um but yeah and, and basically she also casually mentions like hey that glass shadow timer thing that was set for like nine hours or whatever don't worry about it although yeah. i do have it set up to a detonator on this little button thing right here and she's like god damn it why 
<laughs> yeah, she just why would she get rid of that? Control? I don't know, man. <laughs> I yeah, I don't understand. Like why would you want her to have a another a better way to escape? Now she doesn't have a timeline. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't have that ticking clock. Yeah, but uh but yeah, then Colt uh eventually he like picks his cups and like sneaks away from uh Billy Drago. Uh, but of course, we see Billy Drago's like just pretending to be getting high or at least sleeping. Yeah, and, and this is where I have in my notes. He has some luxuriously shiny hair in this movie. Oh, Ooh, he yeah. has brilliant hair. Oh, and I it's love like, how he, he's constantly like touching his face and stuff too. Because we, you know, yeah, find you can out, like, tell he's really vain. Yeah, yeah, he's he's basically oh, Vega from Street Fighter. Yeah, well, uh, so and when he was. Uh, arguing for his pay he was like well you know uh you know, five years ago nearly had my face blown off oh no he i don't think he even said that he was just like uh you know cosmetic surgery is expensive oh, these yeah, days yeah. true true but but my question like as uh you know casey jones is sneaking away or whatever i'm like why is he leaving bench alive anyway uh it doesn't matter doesn't matter plot, plot, plot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because the bad the good guy's not gonna kill someone while they're passed out that's yeah. something a bad guy would do and that is why evil will always win because good <laughs> is dumb. But, I mean, uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, then uh, Colt goes meets up with Cash at the you know local museum <laughs> where like there's renovations going on or whatever. Uh, basically, she like instantly sees Colt and is like, "Oh, you got a track in your eye here. Let me pull that shit out." Wink. Yeah, solved um, that problem. Solved. Oh, first she said, "Uh." Oh, you've you got a tracker. Don't look at any landmarks. And oh, then yeah, he yes. like immediately steps out where there's these fucking giant dinosaur statues. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, too late. There's dinosaurs <laughs> yeah, behind you, babe. Right. And then she takes it out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many of those are roaming the year 2074. <laughs> <laughs> Spend no expense. Yeah. Yeah. There's like this whole thing like, oh, the outside world's not what you expected. And yeah. They're like, oh yeah, it's like dirty and stinky here. Like, yeah, people live by trial and error out here. And I'm like, okay, cool. Whatever. Doesn't matter. And then I, I don't know, he says something about Geppettos and Pinocchios and shit. And then he's like, I, I you know, I, I hated my job there and I didn't want to have anything to do with Pinwheel until I met you. And then I became afraid for you. Ugh. And then they start kissing and I'm like, uh, all right, cool. I guess. Yeah. The, ugh, it's just, it's, there's no chemistry. It is gross. Yeah. It just feels inappropriate. Yeah. But thank and God. And you know what? Ben it fucking Chen was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bench and Chen show up. are like, all right, you two break it up here. <laughs> this is a little weird. <laughs> Don't be touching your daughter like that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, so they interrupt, and then, yeah, they have a quick little shootout, and then Bench and Chen are just having their own little quip-off between the two of them. Oh, it's man, like the other guys are, are getting away. breaking each other through the mud. They're talking so much shit to each other and taking pot shots. Yeah. <laughs> like, I heard you had a face full of battery acid a couple of years ago. <laughs> like, bitch, who told you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then they're, yeah, yeah, Colton, uh, Colton, cash they're running away and then we get a nice little uh you know kitchen of the future set i guess i don't know it's like one of those like 1950s kitchen sets and then uh chen shows up and so we get a nice little girl fight between cash and chen but chen just 
and it basically ends up just whooping her fucking ass. Okay, and then Candace, um, cyborg envy or human envy, which is worse? Um, I'm gonna have to go with penis envy. What the fuck yeah. does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know what this line means, and it enrages her when she says, uh, "Do you have cyborg envy?" And he goes, well, or she said, which is where cyborg envy or whatever the other one, human, human envy. envy. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, uh, no, it could be worse. It could be penis envy or something like that. And she like becomes enraged at this. And she literally just flips a table over for no reason <laughs> other than just to show how pissed off <laughs> right. she yeah. is. Well, yeah. and, and she's a cyborg. She's not supposed to be feeling this level of rage, right? True. She's supposed to shit together. And then I like that he table flips just to like, he's like, yeah, I Walking can do it Earth, too. Like, ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, he should have flipped the table with his penis just to prove a point. <laughs> See, it was easier that way. Yeah. Barely had to mm. move. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, then Cash gets her uh, ass kicked, but then, uh, but yeah, then Cash just kind of gets up and like uh, drop kicks uh, Chen through a wall and apparently it's right into, you know, where all the transistors and shit are and shocks the shit out of Chen. That's a classic bad guy death. Yep. Getting thrown into electricity. Yep. Yep. So then they uh, run into a cyber puppy. No, I want a cyborg dog. One that looks like that and it would never die. Think about that. Well, it might not die, but it might explode when the battery gets overloaded. Just don't leave it plugged in. Oh, it meets another cyborg dog and it's in heat. No. All of a my dog explodes. So hot, hot, hot. <laughs> rot, rot, rot. <laughs> uh, so yeah, then the uh, a dog, I guess, leads them into the sewers to escape, and I guess Casey Jones is going to meet up with the Ninja Turtles. But uh, apparently, that was the wrong movie. You <laughs> we started slipping into there for a few minutes. <laughs> you just wish it was that movie. Yeah, I was waiting for like shadows to be going in the background. Yeah, Ubunga. Also, Sushi Dog is great at telling us whether it's a real dog's bark or fake dog barks in movies. Because he will not react to a fake dog bark, not even like dead asleep, won't even flinch. If it's even like a real dog making the tiniest noise, he's up and staring at the TV. What? what? No real dog uh, noises in this movie. Yeah. But yeah, up to the sewers, they go up on like the little uh, manhole covers or whatever. And it's like a little checkpoint for us have written down as junk town. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then we get a basically torso guy kind of spinning exposition, leading him through a little bit. In uh, your hot stand, the shocking facts. That's right. It's Mr. No Legs. Yeah, yeah, just no legs, just you know, walking around like, oh yeah, you know, there's this corporations took over. We just have our own little society here. Anyway, good luck with your journey. Yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. he gives us a little uh, exhibition, ex- exposition, like, uh, yeah, they let us be here as long as we're not we're not making too much money and we stay out of their way. But uh, as soon as uh, you start getting too successful, then uh, they take you out. So just don't be too successful. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Have a good journey. And then they go to this little little shipwreck or whatever. It's like a ship that's like just in port, but obviously not going to sea anytime soon. Yeah. yeah, dry dock. And uh, Mercy pops up on the TV and he's like, hey, you guys made it. Great. Now yeah, what you're every... Gonna wanna... Every time he does this, I have in my notes, 
why is that TV plugged in with more question marks trailing after it? I'm up to four now. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, sorry, guys, the princess isn't in this castle. You're going to have to continue to the next one. Uh, But yeah, you're going to have to like rent a boat. And they're like, how are we going to rent a boat, dude? We just got out of, you know, the, the corporation. And he's like, have you heard of the blade? And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, vampire hunters, baby. <laughs> this movie just got great. Have you heard of Kumite? Yeah, right. Kumite, Kumite. <laughs> and yeah, and, and the way he described it, I just, I thought it was a race, like, like swimming through the water with propeller blades that pop on or something. Right. He said something like, "Oh yes, it's a you know a, a, a race to the finish involving blade uh, propeller blades or something." Yeah, because like, they what? fight under the propeller blades. I, yeah, yeah, I must have missed that. Part, okay, but the, the fighting part. But yeah, so I was like, "Oh, cool! This is gonna be like a Poseidon adventure kind of thing." Because right, that's why at the end he was like, "A uh, two men enter, one man leave." Usually, usually. And yeah, basically like, hey, if you get that, you'll have enough money to get your ticket to Mombasa, which is the only cyborg sanctuary on Earth. And I'm like, really? Yeah. They still don't give that much of a fuck about Africa? That's the one sanctuary? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Steve. Yes. Have you ever been to Mombasa? No. And what do you know? I'm going to go home. Congo reference. Got it in, baby. (laughs) Oh, was it Clyde? Claude. Claude. Oh, Claude. Uh, so, yeah, then, uh, I don't know, uh, what's his name? Bench, he checks in with Donnie, the CEO guy of Pinwheel, and uh, basically Don's like, hey, you got four hours left before everything goes to shit and blah, blah, blah. And Bench just starts fucking losing it because, you know, he, he got his face marked up in the fight with Chen or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm shards. just going to des- destroy this motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. blah. So oh. He's like, his best line (laughs) his best line is he says i'm gonna kill him and his little piece of wind-up muff yeah (laughs) like because i turned to steve and i was like you just don't hear muff that much (laughs) no but it was very funny (laughs) (laughs) that's why it also wasn't called cyborg 2 gas shadow (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah basically they're like all right your services are no longer needed bench why don't you just fuck right off we'll figure this out on our own the best part is they say we'll revoke your license and he starts laughing hysterically and says what license and this starts (laughs) laughing even harder i was like damn drago is so fucking good in this movie (laughs) right yeah so then uh cash and cole they run into a wild card there at their next stop uh and he, he's, you know, it's Bob from Batman. He's basically fixing up Colt because I guess Colt took on some damage in the fighting. Um, and this is where we get the exposition of like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, it's like uh, fucking Mercy's like talking to Cash. Where I was like, oh, yeah, it's like a little Romeo and Juliet love story. You're a cyborg and he's a human. Tales old as time. Kind of like the Highlander series we've been watching where you'll <laughs> be forever 22 and he'll yep. die old and gray. And I said, oh, it's just a vampire love story. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. He, she is immortal. Yeah. She <laughs> and, is and I swear to God, somebody even said, who wants to live? <laughs> but then uh but then uh wild card he just says something like oh yeah he's all rebuilt oh you know he's a cyborg by the way right yeah he's like a real poet warrior or some shit i'm like he's a what? real poet what? warrior what the yeah fuck are you talking about, Bob? <laughs> is a real poet warrior <laughs> yeah how <laughs> explain to me in bl- minor detail 
Pretend like I don't know what the fuck you're talking let me, about. Let me hear one of his quippiest haikus. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, that's where we also start getting the backstory for Mercy too. He's talking about, you know, my uh, wife Velma. Uh, she was uh, she's basically like a coyote for oh. uh, for synth girls or whatever. And uh, Bench Bench killed her, but not before she fucked his face up. Yeah, <laughs> and, pouring acid in his face. Yep. And then, uh, and then Mercy gives Colt a ring, and I'm like, "Wait, what?" Right. And then we smash cut to boobs as uh, Colt oh. and Cash are going to Poundtown. Oh. But yeah, first, no, Mercy like... tells him all about like, if you're going to marry the girl, you need to have a proper ring. Get mold. Yeah, but still. And yeah, this is where it's like, oh, so he's helping them because he has a robot fetish. Yeah, it all makes sense now. This is basically someone escaping from a real doll factory. Yeah, yeah. two real dolls happening. escaping from real doll factories. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. what's happening here in this movie. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, we see him going to Poundtown on the set from the room, like oh, you know, I got four s- post beds with the white curtains and shit going. And yeah, this is where I put gives the term "watch out." She's gonna blow a new meaning. <laughs> oh, here she comes! Oh. It, it, meanwhile, Jack Palance, he's just up in the you know, the fucking captain's area or whatever of the ship. Just, I assume, just. It, it's kind of showing him like look at a picture of his wife and then like look to the side and i assume on the side it's you know colton cash just banging directly <laughs> oh, yeah. on the bed or and then he's back just to sitting the wife. there imagining it because he knows it's happening and that's good enough for him yep. <laughs> does it's enough to do it for him yeah and of course to you know elongate the sex scene they have to recycle the same footage of him looking at his wife's picture two or three times <laughs> like well, we gotta get we're gonna get our full three minutes like oh like, yeah <laughs> Yeah, then uh, post-coitus, uh, fucking Mercy pops up on the TV screen again yep. and says, it's time to rumble. Yep, I thought, I thought right here he was going to put like a caveat, like, I'll help you escape, but you have to let me watch every time you do it. Every time. <laughs> every <Right>. time. <laughs> and then he shoots something in Colt's eye. He's like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then, yeah, basically, he, like, shows the the level map or whatever, and is like, here's the Black Dragon where you are, and you gotta go to Pier 77, and then the Frau Maria, and uh, you're gonna meet with Bobby Lynn, and then go to a bar and do this fight thing, and I'm like, just tell him where to go. But, yeah, alright, cool. So, yeah, they go to a bar, meet up Bobby Lynn, and, uh, you know, normally, uh, uh, Rick Young, the guy, the guy that does this, like, his voice is, you know, it, it, it's your kind of semi-stereotypical Asian actor voice in the 80s. But this one, he's going full, I don't know, Harvey Firestein or some shit with this one. He's like, <laughs> I'm oh, not sure hey, what you he guys want to set up for the blade. <laughs> <laughs> and he has vampire fangs. And I said, yeah. I knew it. I see it's a vampire movie. It is a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> and they start getting set up for the blade. And who's standing next to him? Wesley Snipes. That's going to be his competition. <laughs> no, uh, that'd be great. But but nope, it's uh it's Bench. Bench just showed up and is like, hey, we're gonna kumite here with these uh <laughs> in the blade. And I guess round one, it's just them fighting, and then round two, they turn one of the propellers on, and then round three, they turn both of them on. Cool. So yeah, first round starts going, they fight. Uh yeah, well, I'm sorry, their stunt doubles fight because yeah, they're doing oh, like yeah. fucking spinning back kicks and shit. And I'm like, there's no way Casey Jones and Billy Drago are doing that. Yeah, and, and like Billy Drago's wearing this like uh almost like a 1920s gambler's costume where mm-hmm. he's got like the armbands and he's oh, got like yeah. a tailored oh. vest and everything oh uh, i i mentioned to steve earlier in uh in the show 
Oh, uh, he just borrowed his costumes from um, uh, Briscoe County. Briscoe County. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's that's what happens when you catch him on the set. For the I third, wonder if it was the same costume he wore in Tremors Four, I mean, which was oh, set yeah, in the Old sure. West. <laughs> that's right. He already had all the costumes. Why not? <laughs> uh, but yeah, what happens really? Um, yeah. So yeah, and then round two, they try on the propeller bay, more fighting. Uh, I think like a two by four is brought in and like locks Casey Jones across the or cold across the face, but you know, more fighting. And then round three, both blades are going. And then uh, Drago, or uh, what was his name? Bench or whatever has like his uh, knife with the brass knuckles or whatever. I forget what they're called, but but, like knuckle dusters. Isn't that what they're called? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. He's got a, he's got a switchblade knuckle duster. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Then uh, eventually, uh, you know, uh, uh, Colt gets the advantage and puts Bench headfirst into the propeller blade. And then, uh, yeah, then the place starts getting raided. Cool. Yep. <laughs> so then they run and... Uh, I, I don't know. Four minutes to get to the boat. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, Mercy. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Cash takes out like three security dudes, but then they're just like immediately surrounded by this, this raid squad or whatever, right? And then... Uh, Candace, do you want to take it from here? What? Okay. Now, this is where my notes weren't making a whole lot of okay. sense. I was yeah, just putting uh, impressions. Yeah, they're not going to. Okay. So, yeah. So, they're uh, Colton Cash, they're completely surrounded by, like, let's say 15 dudes with semi-automatic weapons and all that shit, right? And then a TV basically falls off, like, a pile yes. of trash oh, yeah. or whatever. Okay. It, that's why I have in my notes. God damn it with these TVs. <laughs> yep. And then it turns on and Mercy's there and he says, hey, guys, guess what? incoming and then there's like a fucking air raid or just some explosions and shit going off yeah the place starts exploding yeah and then after a couple explosions like they're looking around and uh cash and colt are both gone like they just disappeared in the smoke and then robo jack comes around the fucking corner girl jack pounce with robot legs and he says uh oh god uh, if you want to dine with the devil, you're going to need a long spoon. Explosion, <laughs> explosions. Like his, he's apparently like launching grenades out of this gun or whatever. Yeah. And, what does that mean? If you want to dine with the devil, you need a long spoon. Oh, you don't get it, Candace? Because I was no. hoping you could help. No. <laughs> <laughs> is he, is he, does he mean like you don't want to get close to him? So you're going to like shoot it? So I think it's more that like it's gonna be really warm, so you want to have a nice teaspoon for stirring uh, rice tea. Okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, know. sure. <laughs> it's just as valid. <laughs> or you know, like you wouldn't use a short spoon to stir a hot soup. Okay. Use a long yeah, well, that's, true. that's true. Yep. I'm trying to think of this very pragmatic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> Yeah, then Colt, Colton, uh, Cash, they get on the ship to Mombasa or whatever, as, you know, Jack Palance, Robo Jack is just mowing fuckers down. And then, uh, yeah, uh, eventually they end up catching Robo Jack and bringing him in to see Donnie, the CEO of uh, Pinwheel or whatever. And then uh, he says, oh, yeah, well, you know, Chen died and all, but she had this fancy little detonator here. So all this running around bullshit that you were doing. Doesn't mean a goddamn thing, so I'm still yeah. gonna blow her the fuck up. Doesn't matter. And then uh he pushes the button and then he hears beeping coming from Robo Jack. <laughs> and Jack says, You kissed the wrong ass goodbye. Boom! 
fucking pinwheel building explodes. Um, so did he take the glass shadow from Cash? I guess that's what Was he paid Chen to do. Paid Wildcard to do. Or Wildcard, yeah. Yeah, like Wildcard took it out of Cash and put it into Robojack. Yeah, Is that I, what I no idea. Oh no! All right, so they removed like the detonator and all that. Uh, well, yeah, they got the detonator from Chen. Like that's how Don got. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But yeah, so so yeah, I don't. But know. the glass shadow was in Cash. Yeah, because he was going to try to just blow her up. I was on just the saying, like maybe he just got some of his own glass shadow. Like she still is full of it, but she no longer has the detonator that's like attached to her. Okay, so at the very least, Wildcard like took the detonator or whatever. Off yeah, the, and put the one back. that had the receiver okay. for the uh, for the uh, the other end uh, into Jack Palance. Cool. Well, didn't they didn't they say that Jack Palance was a prototype model? Maybe he had like a prototype of it. I, I think he was just a cyborg. Like he just had it like in his his leg robotics or whatever but i don't fucking know (laughs) like like does it does it need to be in a bloodstream or is it just like a liquid explosive that he could like i don't know having a water bottle or whatever like stashed in his leg like robocop it's in his robo legs obviously yeah okay so then we cut then we cut to the mojave desert i'm sorry mumbasa (laughs) yeah You know, you know, totally Mubasa, not the American Southwest. Yeah, exactly. Like Mombasa <laughs> is well known for their adobe buildings. That yeah, <laughs> and you know, turquoise. Their mazes. But, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they uh, we we see uh, Colton Cash. They're just planting a little palm tree out front of this little like I don't know, eighty square foot house in the middle of fucking nowhere. And then it just kind of time dissolves to you know it's a giant tree now. So you know, time has passed. And uh, yeah, basically, there's a uh, Casey Jones with his super old man makeup mask on yeah. or whatever, basically looking like Lo Pan from Big Trouble Little China. But wait, wasn't he supposed to be a cyborg? Yeah, but well, he's still an organism. He grows old and dies. Just he has robotic and parts. And she doesn't. No, because she's full synth. Okay. Yeah. 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 So she's still 22. He's dying. Roll credits, guys. That's Cyborg Two: Gas Shadow. Yep. And yep. Great movie. <laughs> oh yeah they say like uh, something like uh th- there was some line where it's like time is what it's it was something from earlier in the movie but it's like you're like you're gonna be forever 22 and he's gonna live forever but the time you have together time is what it's all about and then as like the credits are starting to roll and it's like oh okay cool uh yeah. so candace would you recommend this movie you know i kind of do excellent like i said i have mixed feelings about this movie there's something here i don't know what it is but there's something here yeah yeah except for me yeah it's it's like johnny mnemonic like if you're looking for one of those 90s cyber future you know if if she didn't have i don't know glass shadow or whatever in her but it was downloaded secrets the yeah you know, that's true you know, a full nine gigs you can't possibly have that in one head yeah like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah then it's like yeah it's basically the same movie and i fucking love it how about you babe you know what i mean it's dumb enough to work watch it for drago there you go yeah uh, tim how about you tits 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 <laughs> thank you tim <laughs> <laughs> all right well on that note we're gonna take a quick commercial break oh but when we come back more beer <gasps> fun facts what and what we learned from cyborg 2 glass shadow hey what's up everybody this is joey calvez i want to tell you guys a little bit about the department of metahuman affairs this one is a story 
about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg, but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays do you like supporting the arts well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Oh, Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at untidyvenus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast wait wait isn't this playing on somebody else's show exactly so then how are we i thought we were their new favorite podcast well we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show what's our show called justine superiority complex yeah where can they find us patrick uh twitter and facebook yeah exactly you can go to at soup complex on twitter s-o-u-p complex and you can go to facebook.com slash soup complex but our main page is on Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. Hi, this is Johnny Jimmy McGinley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. All the best. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve. Those are the greatest ads that have ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. They were like underage Angelina Jolie uh, tits. Just don't think about it too much, guys. Yeah. All right. <laughs> look, look, when she was a teenager, she was in meatloaf videos. So let's not get too crazy. All right? At least feel relief that you're very uncomfortable by it. <laughs> is it okay 
yes. for Steve, for someone to <laughs> jerk off yeah. to Can- Candace, this is the question for you. She keeps asking me this anytime we have like Jennifer Connelly and Phenomena or Is it okay for someone to jerk off to Angelina Jolie in this movie who is underage knowing that she's allegedly fi- knowing that she's 50 now and still hot? Uh Mm, and you because taking that long you're now on a list thank you (laughs) well i mean i mean i was gonna say well if you're not imagining the girl version if you're imagining like the age appropriate version but then i was like but if you're watching this movie that's probably not what you're imagining yeah you you gotta (laughs) at least you gotta at least watch gia you know (laughs) age up yeah yeah. There we go. <laughs> Where she was definitely at least 19 during the filming of that one. At least 19. Ah, <laughs> oh, babe, I don't know about you, but for some reason I'm feeling a little warm. Oh, it's so hot. Got something to cool me down? I do. We have for Melvin Brewing in where are they, Wyoming? Uh, Alpine, Wyoming? I believe Alpine, Wyoming. I know we've been there. Mm hmm. Here we go, yo, scenario, robust porter. 6% alcohol by volume. <clears throat> you gotta say correct, babe. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's, so what's, so what's the scenario? So what's the scenario? As we combine the juice from our mind, our brewers create this robust porter with roasted malt, oats, and a midnight wheat. Then a touch of hops for balance. The end result is smooth jazz sample, a smooth jazz sample, but roars like a dungeon dragon. We're not the only warming Pilates. We're not only warming Pilates with this beer, but the proceeds we're also working with charities in our territories to warm bodies, providing jackets to those in need with a little help from our friends over at Cool. No batteries included, no strings attached. When it is it done yet? Yes, I, <laughs> by the so way, Midnight Meat awesome. is the name of my Amish porn. <laughs> that was hard to read. <laughs> it's also like worried. white lettering on like a psychedelic it's background. Like, it's like two point font. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want to pop this top. Oh, my top. Yes. Ah, ah. And the poor. I don't know where that can spit. apparently straight from wyoming all right uh yes so yes this is a beautiful dark brown beer has gorgeous amber highlights a nice khaki colored head that's lingering and velvety khaki head and it's lingering yeah it's got a little chocolate aroma on it a little roasty note steve's gone in for the sips yes it's not super chocolatey yeah but we'll roast robust you might say being a robust porter but yeah yeah, yeah, I, like yeah I, I could drink this all day. This is easier yeah. to drink than that font is to read. Mm-hmm. Man, that just sounds so delicious. <laughs> yeah, does, do you should. like like dark chocolate and coffee? Oh, yeah. My then favorite. I you, then I think you would like like a robust porter. By the way, Candace, mm-hmm. I don't think I asked her there. Are you drinking anything on your end? Oh, you know, I got school tomorrow. So I got uh, so strawberries and cream Dr. Pepper. <laughs> we got one of those waiting for us. <laughs> <laughs> nice well would either of you be interested in any fun facts about this movie i don't know steve are they fun facts super fun facts because they're fun fun facts i mean let's find out rotten tomatoes spoilers no critic reviews on this one (laughs) but what do you think the audience score is i'm Hmm. gonna say 
37 percent. 37 all right i am gonna go with my super generous 17 percent is he as closest at his 19 percent oh the audience, man which, which i thought was surprisingly low for having angelina jolie titties but i mean uh let's see apparently it was a 5.5 million dollar budget uh with no reported worldwide gross because i don't think i think it was straight to dvd yeah that was like there's no way this was in any movie theater I mean, if we were still Broovies, maybe, but <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, let's see. Film took place in 2074. Yeah, yeah. Angelina Jolie's movie debut in a starring role and her first nude scene. Spoiler, she was 17 when it was being filmed. But don't worry about it. Just don't think about that part. Just don't think about that part. Uh, she also told the New York Times in 2001 about this movie. Quote, after I saw it, I went home and got sick. I saw it and I threw up. Just nausea, but the kickboxing was fun. It was the first time I was sent to do kickboxing, but I was 17. I think I thought I was making a real movie, which is odd since there's a scene where I'm decapitated and talking, as one does. <laughs> but yeah, I saw it and got really sick. I just remember my brother Jamie holding me and saying, It's going to be all right. She didn't audition again for another year. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah. She was literally made physically ill by this movie. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. all right. I don't know. I mean, you knew what scenes you were filming. I, well, that's the other thing too. Where it's like, did they use a stunt body or something? Or do you, oh, do you think it her? was because she saw how little chemistry there was? I mean, maybe she, yeah, just she the way was it was uncomfortable. Cut, like, yeah, she's like, I had to hang out with Casey Jones for three months to try to get some kind of thing. I mean, I Brad Pitt was instant. Him. <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, that being said, like we've we've talked to a number of actors who were like, oh man, we were making this movie. We really thought we were making something special. And then when it came out, we were like, oh, oh no. Oh, this wasn't what I thought I was making at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Of all of Angelina Jolie's films, this is rarely discussed. Jolie did discuss it briefly on Inside the Actor's Studio in 2005. She said, quote, I did a fantastic B movie. When host James Lipton asked if it was a happy experience, she replied, it was until I saw it. <laughs> oh, wow. She stuck to her story then. Yeah. And Entertainment Weekly selected Cyborg 2 as Angelina Jolie's worst film. There you go. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, that might be fair. I haven't seen all of her movies. Uh, Hold on. I've seen a lot of her movies. Steve has seen a lot of her movies. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's probably the war. I mean, even though I kind of like it, but like like as far as like movie. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't really care for Changeling, but then again, it's about a mom and like her kid thinking her kid isn't her kid. And I'm like, I, I just don't give a shit. No, the Changeling is much better. <laughs> yeah, well, the older one, yeah, the the, the George C. Scott ones, better. Yeah, George C. Scott. Yeah. Not the uh, Eastwood director one, but uh, yeah. I'd say of the ones I've seen, like, yeah, this this, this isn't a, like mm. a real movie, and you know, knowing she was seventeen is kind of yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know any other Angelina. Jolie? I've never seen Girl Interrupted. I'm sure it's great though. <laughs> it's what she won an Academy Award for, like five years after this, six years maybe. I don't know. Yeah, she she did not suffer because this was her first movie, so good for her. Well, luckily, I think it's because nobody saw it until she became a thing. <laughs> yeah, and then everybody's like, holy shit, do you see that? <laughs> right, whoa, what? 
I thought Geo was good. Yeah. Well, ladies, we've reached the most important part. What did we learn from Cyborg 2, Glass Shadow? Uh, Candace, as our guest, would you like to go first? I learned that the only difference between Chump and Champ is you. <laughs> <laughs> Some little Jack Palance wisdom for you. Boom. How about you, babe? I, I also have some Jack Collins wisdom. Uh, if you're going to have dinner with the devil, you better bring a long spoon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Learned that too. Yep. <laughs> I, uh, I too have a little Jack Palin's wisdom. <laughs> I'll be seeing you in all the familiar places. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, another thing that came to mind watching this movie we uh we pulled a barbenheimer the other day and watched barbie followed by oppenheimer yes. and like this is just those two movies put together <laughs> oh my god you guys how much it, better would oppenheimer or barbie have been with jack palance oh my god <laughs> if jack palance was oppenheimer and uh, uh he doesn't have to be oppenheimer he just has to be in the movie as harry truman fuck yeah dude <laughs> we replace uh oh my god gary yes oldman. we replace gary oldman with jack palance <laughs> don't, don't let that pussy back in my office or <laughs> cry baby back in my office I, i'm sorry kenneth i should ask have you seen oppenheimer no i haven't seen either of these movies oh. i want to but i just don't have Highly time recommend to see back it. to back i'm Take i'm gonna recommend you watch both of them oppenheimer though may have more tits than this movie yeah wow the entire character of florence Pugh is basically show up topless and I don't know, say some things. No one's going to pay attention, though, because it doesn't mean have anything to do with the movie, really. Okay. I mean, that yeah. sounds way more exciting than I thought it would be. Yeah. 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 yeah and it, it pops up every hour or so. I assume to get the blood flowing so you don't doze off during the rest of it. No, <laughs> no it's, it's actually a pretty good movie. I just... <laughs> it, yeah. It's the one thing about the movie that I just, like, why? Steve, so the, fir why? the first titty scene with Florence Pugh Steve is not shaken by movies. Steve's done no. a lot of movies. A lot of shit. A lot yeah. of dumb shit. I look over. Steve was literally shaking his hands in the air, like next to his head. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, like it was involuntary so response, like audibly gasping, like Candace, <laughs> <laughs> let me let me let me put this out there. Not only do you see her naked and instantly riding Oppenheimer like five minutes after they met at a party or whatever. She then is like, oh, this is a cool book. Oh, it's Sanskrit. And he's like, yeah, I'm trying to learn a little bit. And she's like, cool, read this real quick while I insert your, reach down and insert your penis into me, basically, you know, that's yeah. imply like stage directions. Guess what he reads? <laughs> I am become death, destroyer of worlds as he's entering Florence Pugh. Guess when he says that line later? Yeah. As he's, I assume, nutting, watching a nuclear bomb go off. <laughs> yeah. That, this, this sounds, I can't even imagine the things that you were speaking of right now. Yeah. That sounds wild. Now watch it in 70 millimeter IMAX. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, yeah, it, just... it, it, it's, it's a legit good movie. It's just, yeah, that was it the is. one thing that just had me like, really? I, I guess. <laughs> Chris doesn't have people that are like, you know, maybe this isn't the... the <laughs> Look, Barbie is a 10. Look, it's going to be R-rated. I might as well throw this stuff in. I just can't believe Florence Pugh said yes. Barbie is a 10. Oppenheimer is a 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But for wildly different reasons. Yeah. Weirdly, they both end on about the same note. <laughs> Pretty much. And both have way more men on horses than I was expecting. <laughs> also true. <laughs> 
Like I said, if Angelina Jolie and uh, if Colton Cash were riding on horses, I mean, their names are Colton Cash, for fuck's sake. Right. We start off on the set of Briscoe County when we run into uh, <laughs> Mr. Bench. Yeah, this could have been Old West. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, both movies are about white guys with uh, on horses who fucked around and found out. Exactly. Hmm. I, I, I just remember, remember... Candace, remember when you told us we watched the first Cyborg that was originally called Slinger or whatever? Yeah. Maybe the working title of this was Slinger 2, Glass Shadow. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's slinging that D. No, <laughs> well, Candace, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you. Always a pleasure. Um, I understand you also have a podcast? Oh, yes. I don't know if we talked about it before. It's uh, the Bloody Bits Horror Show podcast. and uh like i said before we're starting off strong we're going to be watching if you know a shit ton of 90s movies for the next year and uh yeah and we're taking suggestions if you have like oh 1995 for this month you know you got to do this movie we're taking suggestions for that as well all right well we'll come on for stone cold in 1990 yeah i yeah that was on the possibility list of course of course (laughs) (laughs) if you need hard dick in movies of the 90s i got it on blu-ray baby oh yeah (laughs) excellent and where can we find that it's uh well bloody bits horror show pod wait yeah the bloody bits horror show podcast just search that you know wherever or bloodybits.com you know, that'll lead you to us. There you go. And don't forget to join their Patreon. We're at the $10 level. You get access to the Blood Bank and their 6,500 plus movies or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's something like that. It's something ridiculous. If it's not in the Blood Bank, you don't need to see it. Oh, by the way, I saw something they just added today that we're going to have to check out. Oh, yeah. It's a Sympathy for the Devil. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. Spoilers. Don't worry, we'll cut that part out. But. <laughs> Babe, are you on social media? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. You can find me on Etsy and Patreon at Untidy Venus. And you can find me over izzycreates.com. Excellent. Steve? Yes. Where can we find you? Oh, you can find me everywhere on all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies. Or hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Uh, we're also at EILFmovies.com with all the links to all the stuff because, you know, with Twitter becoming X and then becoming completely irrelevant, who knows where we'll be in the future. And... But you'll be able to find us at EILFmovies.com as well as some movie reviews. Don't worry, I do like two sentences and usually not spoilers unless it's like a 50-year-old movie and that's what I'm stuck on. But you know how it goes. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. And if you're in the Ogden, Utah area, you can find us at all the events. We're at farmer's markets. Uh, let's see, this is going to be September. So we're going to be at uh, all sorts of, yeah. Um, shit, what do we got? We got things in September. September, and- we are going to be with the local artisan collective down in Ogden at the Harvest Moon Festival. We will be at the Ogden Farmer's Market, of course, every Saturday. We will also be at the Pharaoh's Vespa Club 30th anniversary yes. party in Salt Lake City. Um, Sorry, future. Yeah, there's more stuff. Oh, 
It's coming on September 30th, we'll have Podcart Fest streaming live. Meet all sorts of artists and podcasters and uh, whoever else I can convince from like uh, the Ogden Arts Council and shit to show up. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, we are going to be at the Eden Fall Market. Ooh. We are going to be uh, teaching classes. Yeah, the local artisan collective and possibly some online. Yeah. Follow on Tidy Venus for more details. Uh, Sounds like you guys are busy. You have no idea. (laughs) Can't stop, won't stop. Didn't have a single day off in July and August and September are looking oddly similar. I appreciate you. That's okay. It's all good. You know why? was when we had no single days off. You know what? Just trying to get your art out there, baby. Because I want that money. And I want the robots. That's right. (laughs) Name that movie. It was Chappie. <laughs> that was Hippo, the most dangerous sound of Elena. That's right. So yeah, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Candace. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's crazy. Meaning